Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Wednesday night's edition of The Stoop, right here on the never-failing Log Talk Radio. Yeah, I got a little bit of technical difficulty going on tonight, so uh, pardon me if some of my words don't come out right. Anyway, I am your host, Jeff the Shark Perini. With me, as always, the amazing, the wonderful, the beautiful, the lovely, Jewel Tatey. Joel, good evening, and welcome to the stoop. Good evening, Jeff. Happy middle of the week. Yeah, it is definitely the middle of the week. <laughs> Everything going good here. We are always excited. We had a, a great show Monday night. Uh, Tawana Smith was here, uh, sports management, um, the athlete nexus, also an author of a uh, Great book, and she was a great guest. What did you think? Um, good show Monday night? No, she was amazing. She was so cool to talk to. Um, and she has a coaching system coming out in November, so we're going to check back with her on that. It's called Surviving the Late Athlete Coaching System. So, yeah, great great time on Monday. We had a lot of fun. That's awesome. And, and tonight we have two amazing guests. That's right, not just one. Two amazing guests. Yeah, absolutely. And one of them is a up-and-coming actress, beautiful young lady, Miss Debbie Sherman. Yes. She's got a couple movies out this year. Uh, she's hot and a rising star, and we're going to have her come on at around 8.30. And then uh, around 9.15, we're going to have something we've been dying to do here, local Philly music. Yep. We got a band. Uh, yeah, we got a band that Jewel hunted down. She's on the hunt. So if you're a Philly band, you want to get heard. Jewel's coming after you. This band is Molly Rhythm. Tremendous local band. Their music is outstanding. Been listening to it, you know, ever since we heard they were coming on the show, and I absolutely love it. Sounds a little bit like, uh, what'd you say, Jewel, like a No Doubt kind of band? Yeah, no doubt. I get a lot because they're such like a mashup of. That's a deal. Yeah, so we do have one of their songs. Um, the song is uh, "Right Meow," and no. that's what we're gonna do, Jewel. We're gonna uh, buck the trend a little bit. How about we get right into "Right Meow"? You want to hear it now? Sure, right meow. <laughs> right meow. Let's hear it. This is uh, the band is Molly Rhythm. The album is The Devil Never Comes Here, and the song is Right Meow. You can actually find it on uh, Apple Music. Yes. So uh, check it out. Here it is. We'll be back to you in about four minutes. 
All right, that was fantastic. The band is Molly Rhythm. They will be here with us later this evening. The song is right now. <laughs> and it's the album so is The Devil Never oh, Comes. Uh, the album from 2014, actually, The Devil Never Comes. Uh, find it on Apple Music and probably Spotify and everywhere you buy music. The whole album is great. Yeah. Oh, album is great. I loved it. Loved every piece of it. And we're going to talk to them. She's like a fun bunch of characters. They'll be with us later on this evening. And, of course, Debbie Sherman around 8.30. So, top five time. And what we like to do on top five is honor one of our guests. So, me and Joel came up with the idea since Molly Rhythm is a local Philly band. We're going to do top five things we love about Philly. <laughs> Crazy bastards out there. Woohoo! <laughs> Unfortunately, number six was Jules Woohoo chant. Just missed the top five. <laughs> that didn't make it on there either. But anyway, we will let Jewel start it off. Jewel, top five things you love about Philly. Okay. Thank you again for being such a gentleman. Such a gentleman, guys. Okay. Number five. I would have to say I love the nightlife. Now, it might be shitty depending, but I love the nightlife. I love going to my favorite bars. I have a flecked view. I have some ones where I go in and everyone's like, Norm. But it's like, Joel. Not really. Because I don't have like that. But no. Any neighborhood pretty much. I can find a good place to hang out. And I'm starting to know the local ones. And I'm starting to know the ones uh, up here in Bucks County. So, yeah. Nightlife. It's got to be the food, I would have to say. We have cheesesteaks, soft pretzels, burritos, wow, oh, my God. But, you know, I, I lived up Penn State for five years, and we had sheets and no wow, and it sucked. And they opened up oh. burritos my senior year, but, uh, yeah, sheets sheets can be good, but nothing compared to wow, So, Amen. Number, number four is food. Number three, sports for me. I love the tailgates. I love going to Phillies games, even though I pretty much just spend the whole time. always fun. Eagles and, and Sixers. I don't think I've ever been to those Sixers games. I'm sorry. I know it's like blasphemy, me, but no, Eagles and uh, Phillies, and I've been to the Wings and um, the soccer. What's the soccer one? I forget. Kicks? Yes. Kicks. Okay. So, Kicks, uh, number three. Soul, oh, Soul, yeah. Oh, I've never been to a Soul <laughs> game. Sorry. I suck. <laughs> All right, number two has to be the concerts. I've seen concerts in probably all the concert venues, including, you know, Camden and, and the, uh, the Electric Factory and all that good stuff. So, yeah, just like even in the link, I saw Bruce in the link, and it was just like a religious outer body experience to see, you know, your favorite person in your hometown, singing about your hometown. It's pretty cool. That's a pretty good list. Uh, it's going to be kind of funny because I guess there's just, you know, <laughs> I guess there's this thing that we both love about Philly. And uh, mine are pretty much the same. Number five is, in fact, the nightlife. You know, number four is Philly attitude, <laughs> of course. Number three is the Italian heritage. No, everything Italian. You know, the Italian market and everything. There's a lot of great Italian restaurants, et cetera, going on in Philly. 
Number two is cheesesteaks. You did say food. I'm going to go uh, specific uh, with cheesesteaks. And number one, I am going to go with Philly sports, of course. Who doesn't love yeah. Philly sports? Uh, Sixers and Flyers and Phillies and Eagles and the attitude of the fans and their desire and the love of being there. Yeah, all that stuff wrapped into one. Philly sports for me is number one. Um... That's it. That is our Philly list. And, um, you know, I, I, I love the area. And I, I'll always, you know, stay true to Philly. It'll always be I'm sorry, home. I'm going through something right now. Absolutely. It'll always be home. Yep. To me. Uh, we are going to, real quickly, we're going to lose Jewel for about a minute. And she'll have, uh, we'll have her call right back into us. We have a little uh, connection error here on Blog Talk. We apologize. So Drew will be back with us in one moment. Okay. And in the meanwhile, I am going to uh, sit here and just kind of talk to you about some stuff that we got coming up on the stoop. Great stuff coming up over the next couple of days. Uh, 25th, September 25th, actress Jessica Barth is going to be here on the stoop. You know her from TED and TED 2. I also know her uh, for some voices on Family Guy. So we're very excited to have her on here. On the 27th, we're going to have uh, a singer and uh, Broadway performer. He sings with the Mannheim, I'm sorry, Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Wow, I almost said Mannheim, Seymour, that would have been horrible. Trans-Siberian Orchestra. It's going to be uh, Bart Shadow will be with us here on the 27th of September. So we're looking very forward to that. Um, plenty of stuff. Just a, a packed, packed schedule coming up on the stoop. So, yeah, look forward to some great stuff to look forward to tonight. As we said before, we're going to have Debbie Sherman, actress. She's going to be on. And uh, we're looking very forward to talking to her, as well as Molly Rhythm. That's all coming up tonight on the stoop. We just heard our top five favorite things about Philly. I'm running down real quick. They're pretty similar. Jewel, uh, she went with nightlife, as did I, at number five. Uh, number four, she went with food, and I went with Philly attitude. Uh, number three, I went with, uh, Jewel went with sports. I came back with the uh, Italian heritage. Uh, number two was concerts for Jewel. Number two was cheesesteaks for me. Number one was uh, for Jewel, kind of like the neighborhood, the brotherly love approach, and mine was Philly Sports. We think Jewel, good list tonight, huh? Yep, it was good. Kind of the same, but kind of different. It's all good. Can you hear me okay? Can hear you much, 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 much better. Good. So, we, you know, sometimes you got to work out the kinks and the kind of thing we do here. We got to produce, we got to host, we got to get guests. We're busy people here at the stoop. We're going to keep job. busy, Jewel. We're going to keep. We're going to keep right on rocking. Before we get to Debbie Sherman at 8.30, we're going to skip the usual procedure. We're going to go right into what's on your playlist, something we love to do here. We need to get a theme song out of Jewel tonight. I don't know if it's a good thing or not. <laughs> <laughs> Little opera version of what's on my playlist, and we're going to start off right now. I'm going to jump on. I'm going to give you my number five right away. Nine Inch Nails. Head like a hole. That's also a great start. That right there, nothing hurts. Nothing hurts when you get nine inch nails, head like a hole. That's a great start. Jewel, what do you got for us tonight at number nice. five on your playlist? Oh, you're probably going to 
shoot me evil looks from across the studio when I say this, but it's um, Kanye West before he went crazy with School Spirit of his college dropout <laughs> album. <laughs> it's a good song, though. It's a great album. I'm a Kanye. You know Kanye. Kanye. He's what's that? OPP. What that song you sung? No, I'm kidding. What? I, I don't. I'm I'm pro Mrs. Kanye. Oh. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and talk about this. You're pro all <laughs> Talk about the looks being shot across the studio. <laughs> oh, jeez. Kanye, Mrs. Kanye butt implant. Uh, the next song, an awesome underrated band known as Dream Theater. These guys are amazing. And their song, Take the Time. Dream Theater, if you're not familiar, kind of a fantasy type music band. They're all awesome musicians, great singer. And they just never made it huge. I don't know why. They're just absolutely awesome. Joey, are you familiar at all with Dream Theater? No, I'm not. Would I know them from anything? Not. Like, was it was there a song in any movie? <laughs> yeah, they thing. sing School Spirit. That's, <laughs> yeah. They sing School Spirit. That's where Kanye's still from. What's uh, uh, next on your playlist tonight, Jewel? <laughs> uh, well, I think you'll like this one. Um, Hand on the Pump, Cypress Hill. Do, 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 do that. No, not, you're not a Cypress Hill fan? Of course, I love Cypress Hill. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I was, uh, it was, it was a laid-back, chill mood this this week, so that's what's on my number four. It's awesome. I absolutely like it. Number three for me, Nirvana Lithium. One of okay. the influential bands of our generation, Lithium, a quality song, and that is third on my list tonight. My list, my list is killing it. What do you got next up, Jewel, first, Jewel? Speaking of, like, laid-back, smooth tunes, I have Satisfaction by Benny <laughs> Benassi. <laughs> uh, do you know what song this is? No, I do not. <laughs> Push me and then just touch me so you can get oh, my uh, satisfaction. satisfaction. <laughs> a laid-back, chill song. <laughs> no, it reminds me of, like, frat house parties back at Penn State. It's great. <laughs> yeah, there's frat house parties back at Penn State. I wouldn't know nothing about that. Number <laughs> yeah. two, Bang Your Head, in, in parentheses, Mental Health, by Quiet Riot. Bang Your Head by Quiet Riot. Uh, an awesome song. These guys really rock out. Uh, I'm a huge fan. They're, uh, Singer Kevin DeBro, of course, passed away years ago. But um, always liked Quiet Riot. Kind of a metal band that had a great rush that slowly faded away, but I'm a fan. That's uh, mine. What is next up for Jewel? Okay. Um, we have Common featuring Lily Allen, Driving Me Wild, on his, I don't know what number, album, Finding Forever. Um, it was cool because it was, it was, I think it was like... 2007, and it was the year of, like, the British girls. You had Amy Winehouse, Lily Allen, Adele all came out, and she came out with this uh, track with Common, and it was really cool, and I played it, like, a lot, a lot. A lot. (laughs) All right. Horrible. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Shut it. Oh, God. Oh, my God. My last one of the night, amazing, and I'm so happy to say this because I contacted this person the other day 
and they've got new music coming up, and you know their big uh, stoop favorites here. It is Lilith and the Night Insanity. Oh, yes. hell yeah. If you're not familiar with Lilith and the Night, get familiar. Lilith get is... Familiar. Get familiar. Not only is she beautiful and, and stunning, but her voice is incredible. Classy, fun, funny girl, great guest on the stoop. Their band, very talented. Lilith and the Night Insanity closes out my top five, and I will, uh, sh- um, not shamefully, Whoa. but we'll put we'll put Jules' top five to bed with her last century. <laughs> like a knife through the heart. That ain't right. Okay. My number five, you may know, I don't know, because it was more your day, because you're old, <laughs> but it's wow. Camp Blow Lo- with Lucini. This is it. What? Lucini pulled from the... It was a good good hip-hop song. And uh, that's my number five. I'm going to cut it short because Jeff's going to have something to say about it. <laughs> Lucini. I think I had that last night with chicken. Oh. Chicken Lucini? Yeah. Chicken Lucini? Is that right? Is that a food? <laughs> I don't even know I what really Lucini know. is. I thought it was like a drug. I, I got to get an interpreter in here or something to start helping me figure out some of the stuff. Lucini. <laughs> Jesus you just Christ. need to listen and learn. <laughs> oh, I'm learning. I'm learning a lot. I'm learning it's time to <laughs> an add-on Craigslist for a new uh, co-host. Hey. Hey. <laughs> I knew it was coming. All right, so that was what's on your playlist. We'll give a quick rundown as much as I can because uh, some of Jules' uh, stuff is a lot different than mine. I was oh, mostly hard tonight. Ninus Nails Head Like a Hole. Uh, Jewel came out with uh, School Spirit by Mr. Kim Kardashian. <laughs> That's right, I said. Mr. Butt Implant. Uh, Dream Theaters Take the Time. Uh, Jewel uh, gave us something from Cypress Hill. I came back with Nirvana. Jewel with the ever-so-slow and sleek Satisfaction. It's enjoyable. I actually sung it for you. Uh, Bang Your Head by Quiet Riot. Jewel came back with uh, something from Common. I came back with Lilith and the Night's Insanity. And then Jewel came up with a song I didn't even hear. Had the band Lucini. That's about all I can give you. Lucini and Rossi. Lucini and Rossi. Asti Spumanti. That's uh, not the band. uh, Feta Lucini Alfredo. (laughs) Chicken. You don't uh, know good hip hop. You don't know good hip hop. No, I really don't. I got to be honest. I know 80s hip hop. That's to me. That to me was when hip hop was good. Um, Speaking (laughs) of which, you uh, you had mentioned that the. Speaking of hip hop, at the um, hip hop honors uh, came up recently. You got a story about it. Share for the people your story about hip hop honors, and we'll uh, touch that a little bit while we wait for Miss Debbie Sherman. Okay, yeah, hip hop honors was on this past weekend, and you know the the theme was '90s hip hop, which is my favorite. I didn't watch the whole show, but I'm gonna watch it. I have it DVR'd, but I did see two people. I saw Missy Elliott kill it. She's 46. She dances up a storm. She was in her big trash bag, and she was singing all the songs, all her hits, and she did a phenomenal performance. And then the big talk of the night was Mariah Carey's ass, and she just Mm -hmm. stood there while, hey, first of all, (laughs) she just stood there. She was like walking on stilts on her shoes that probably don't fit her feet, just like standing there, having, having someone carry your fat ass all around the stage and her 
dancers, her backup dancers were like busting their ass. And she just sat there and, and sung badly. <laughs> no, she didn't sing badly. I got to take that back. But she didn't move. Like, that's like Britney Spears just standing there singing. Like, no one wants to hear you stand there like a robot and sing. Now, people were saying that she was maybe injured. But I just think she's afraid to break something or fall on her face because she did such a horrible job on New Year's Eve. That was a disaster. So maybe she's just trying to stay still and focus on her song. But then I'm thinking, you have to, like, sway or move a little bit, especially when you sing, like, Honey, and she danced in the video and stuff. So you have to, you know, do a little shimmy or something, you know? But I don't <laughs> All know. Right, oh, I'm going to... Yeah, I'm yeah. going to freeze you right there because it looks like we got Debbie Sherman coming on with us. Oh, and okay. cool. I think I, I think I froze you just in time for talking about Shimmy. Uh, let's welcome <laughs> a fantastic actress to the show, Debbie Sherman. Debbie, welcome hey. to the show. Hey, guys. Thanks so much for having me on. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming on. Uh, we're very excited. Um, we we just love Aww. as much as we love celebrities here. We love up and coming ones that are that are got so much new stuff coming out. And uh, when I found you, I was very intrigued. Had to get you on, and we're really glad you're spending time with us. Thanks for coming by. Um, if you don't mind, yeah, we're gonna jump course, right into some course. questions. Excellent. Yeah, let's do it. All right. So uh, we had read that before acting, you uh, started off singing. Um, what kind of music did you sing, and uh, what some of your inspirational artists behind uh, music? Well, I, I was just listening to you guys, the program right now, so your your playlist might be a little bit different than my playlist. <laughs> I hope you don't throw me under the bus here. I'm it's nervous. Fun. No way. We got you. <laughs> um, I love all types of music, though, honestly. I'm just not the biggest country fan. So um, besides that, everything else I'm, I'm down with. Yeah. Um, but I, I sang, I was in a girl duo, so there was two of us, and we wrote our own music. So we did a lot of ballads, a lot of kind of fun pop music, really easy listening, kind of, you know, you do, you do dance, anyone could dance to it, that kind of music. So I loved that, and it was super fun. And I'm just like a, a, all spread out. Like, I like Drake, and then I like Justin Timberlake. So, you know, just <laughs> different kind of <laughs> genres. No, that's great. Awesome. I, I'm kind of the same with your... Uh, musical taste because i only like like really old country but yeah that's great um did did you record any singles in your duo and can we find them (laughs) i know right we had a music video it was on youtube i'm not sure if it's still on there i need to probably look that up and um our songs are on there as well i should probably google that right (laughs) you should yeah Definitely, but it was such a it was such a fun time, and I did it with um, a really good friend of mine, and so we just had the best time, you know, um, getting to perform and um, kind of shoot this music video and write songs together and just be, you know, we're it's our early twenties. I think we're both twenty, actually, maybe twenty one. So it was really um, just a fun time. I miss it. That's awesome. Yeah, and it helps if yeah. you have fun and you love, you know, doing what you're doing. Uh, how did that transition into acting? So, yeah, so I took some time off and uh, got married and had two little girls. So I have two girls now. Mm-hmm. And, um, 
Thank you. And uh, I kind of, a friend of mine is an actor, and I've always been acting since I was little, um, acting, doing little plays for my parents. I was in drama at school, um, throughout high school, so I've always loved it, and I got the opportunity to uh, be in the vault. So a friend of mine introduced me to the producer, and I auditioned, and I got the part, so it was really exciting. And that that was my first film, and then last year I filmed two others, so that was that was great. It was like such a whirlwind one thing after another, which I just feel so grateful for. That's awesome. It's got to be great to just, you know, get all this momentum. And like I said, you're in the movie, the vault, which is a a very popular movie. You know, I, I I do a lot of IMDB work. where we find a lot of actresses and we, we learn stuff about movies and it's really highly ranked. And James Franco is in it. Tell us a little bit about the movie, what it's about and uh, what it's like working with guys like James Franco. Of course, yeah. It was exciting for me because, you know, when you film something, you don't know how it's going to be received. You don't know if it's going to be popular with the audience, um, if they like it, if they're not going to like it. You know, you get a feeling when you're on set how something is going, but you can't ever know. There's so many people that go into a film. It's not just the actors, you know, the directing and behind the scenes and the post editing. So there's just a ton of stuff. So you never know how something's going to turn out. And um, when you sign on for a film, really all you have is the script. You know sometimes who's in it, sometimes you don't until right when you're on set because actors change out a lot. So getting, knowing how it's been received on IMDb for a while there, it was the number one trailer on IMDb, which was really cool when it was like first initially dropping. So that was awesome. Um, But getting to be on set uh, with such great people like Francesca Eastwood and Taryn Manning and, like you said, James Franco and my good friend Jeff Gum. Um, it was really just super fun. And, um, you know, this is a horror slash thriller, so it's something different than what you normally see. So it's not just the full horror genre where you're just kind of scared out of your mind the whole time. It starts off as a bank robbery. So you think, okay, the bank's getting robbed, but then you find out it kind of goes into this new supernatural place so it's just a good mesh of the two so that was really fun and exciting to to uh, kind of get to put out something different oh that's decent so it has like a big plot twist i feel yeah um, uh speaking of horror slash thrillers you are going to be in the remake of the 1975 film day of the dead um i have to ask you are you one to be uh, easily scared. Are you scaredy cat? And, and how was that whole experience? I'm the worst. I am literally <laughs> the biggest scaredy cat. It's so funny because you know my family, my friends are like, "You're you're shooting two films and they're both horror films. Like, how are you going to do them? I'm not sure. It's good because then I don't really have to act, right? You're just really scared the whole time. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'm normally a scaredy cat and I just have to like hide and I'm that super obnoxious person in the movie theater who is screaming throughout the entire movie and you just want to like kick them out. <laughs> um, so that's me. But Day of the Dead, you know, and, and scenes I'm in, I mean, just about everyone in the film, of course, comes in contact with zombies. So these zombies are, I mean, the makeup department the costume everything is like remarkable so it's very real so when you have a zombie chasing you like it feels very real so it's awesome it's just such a fun experience um i shot the whole movie was shot in bulgaria which was 
awesome because I hadn't been there before either. So getting to kind of experience a new place and the set there, there's like an amazing production, just whole set, um, uh, like this just big layout lot of all of these different things. And it was really cool. I've never shot on anything like that. I'm usually shooting on location. So it was really fun to get to go to an actual studio. That's awesome. Um, I have to ask yeah. really quick, how, how do the zombies compare to like the Walking Dead zombies? Are they quick? Um, you know, are they creepier than Walking Dead? <laughs> I mean, I, I personally think that they're a lot scarier. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm telling you, I'm not going to be able to even watch, you know, my own film. I'm going to have to just like hide and just peek my eyes out every so often. But yeah, I mean, they're pretty, they're pretty scary and very lifelike. So if you, if you scare easily, this might not be the film for you, but for those people who are just loving a good horror, which I know there's a huge following for that, this is where you need to be. I'll say it for you, Debbie. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny because you talk about, you know, having a, you talk about having a fear of horror movies and the biggest movie out right now is Stephen King's It. I'll be damned. If I go near the movie theater to see that, I'm a scaredy cat. I'm not no, going to I'm scared. I'm going to have, yeah, I'm going to have nightmares for like the rest of my life if I try to see that. Oh, jeez. We're safe here. Let's talk about, yeah, uh, clowns, let's talk about you know, something that's clowns. not scary. Okay. <laughs> yes, yes, let's do so that. We'll talk, about, uh, we'll talk about another one of your movies you have coming out, a, um, a post-apartheid Africa movie, uh, The Forgiven. A couple of the big yeah. actors here, Forrest Whitaker and Eric Bana. Tell us a little bit about that and your experience in Africa. Any, um, you know, how was that? I'd love to. Um, this film is really special to me. Um, you know, obviously I knew about the apartheid and the circumstances surrounding that before, but getting to play the role that I did, um, you know, it afforded me to do a lot of research on that time period and what the people went through at that time. Um, so that was very humbling and, and intense so, I mean, and even, so it filmed in South Africa in Cape Town and getting to speak with people who had been through that in the nineties and, and people who had come out of it, you know, it, it's totally different than reading about it on the internet or watching a movie or any of that. So it was really great to actually get to experience that. And that was um, something that was really big for me in my filming process um, in becoming this character, because without that background and without those feelings, it's really hard to portray someone who is going through something that you as an individual haven't gone through. So, um, you know, it, it was an intense process, but a great process. And I learned so much and I grew a lot personally. Um, and, you know, in my career, the director is Roland Joffe and he is just such a remarkable person. I mean, he's been, you know, nominated for Oscars. So just like being in his presence is like pretty, pretty, um, just outrageous. And he is, I mean, he's tough in such a good way. Like he will, um, he was very nurturing towards me, but also hard on me at the same time. So it caused me to really up my game. So that was great. I felt, um, you know, like I really gave my all to this character and um, it was just a really intense experience. So I'm so glad that I got the opportunity and then working with Forrest and Forrest Whitaker and Eric Bana, like you said, and also my good friend again, Jeff Gunn is in this film and um, they are all, oh my gosh, remarkable. And seeing the transformation of Forrest into Desmond Tutu is like, 
out of control and he is just so spot on and filming scenes with him it's almost hard to do when he's Desmond Tutu because you're so just like in awe of him you just forget <laughs> so it was, yeah. it, was, it was just such a great experience wait he's an Oscar winner too right Forrest Whitaker yeah he's amazing Oscar winner that's, that's right. You got it. I so mean, awesome. so getting, you know, a power, this really like powerhouse of people in a film and then being included, you know, even to just have any part at all. I felt so excited and nervous and blessed all at the same time. And it was my date, my favorite acting experience. They're all different in different ways, but this one just has like that a special meaning to me. Yeah, and that's such a cool experience, and I'm sure, you know, you just learned a ton being there, like you said. Um, We did read that you did some volunteer work in South Africa. Is that uh, how it, you know, your movie role, um, you got into volunteering over there? Yeah, so um, I, when I was out there, I did a little research and um, came across an organization, an orphanage that's in Longa, and Longa is outside of Cape Town. So, on my days off that I wasn't filming, uh, I uh, went out there, my husband and I, my husband was with me. So we went together and uh, we were able to visit the children and play with them and learn about the organization. We went back a couple of times. It was right before Christmas. We filmed last year in December. So we were able to bring them Christmas gifts, which was really awesome. And um, we were able to, we had lunch with them a couple times and you know just got to know the kid, kids which was really fun and, and got to know about the organization there's a huge AIDS epidemic um, in Africa but especially in South Africa and a lot of these kids you know have that disease and um, are orphaned by both parents or have one parent who can't support them or take care of them or has AIDS themselves or um, you know is just in a circumstance where they can't provide for their child so um being able to a lot of times with organizations and volunteer work, being able to see something firsthand, you know, you get to connect to it. You get to see who's there and who's running it and you get to have this feeling um, of, of that connection. So that was really awesome for me personally. It, it, I mean, way more than for the kids, the kids probably forgot about me already, but, (laughs) but for me, like just to take that back was great. And um, I'm in communication with uh, the person that runs the organization. So we email back and forth. She sends me pictures. I send her pictures. Um, You know, we donate to the organization and they're looking to expand into a different part of South Africa as well, where they currently have, one soup kitchen that feeds a hundred people and they're working off of literally just like bones. So they'll make like bone stew and things like that. It's things that you just, you kind of being in the United States, sometimes we forget about those things. So seeing them firsthand and being able to experience it really brings you, you back down to earth. So it's more of an experience for me than it, than it even is really um, for that, for that organization at all. But I try to use what little platform I do have to bring, um, bring, bring knowledge to people about what they're going through. And hopefully people will want to volunteer and donate. Yeah, and your platform's uh, definitely growing. And, you know, even more so with all the movies you have coming out. Uh, where can, uh, for our listening audience, where can they donate? Where can they go to? Yeah, so if you go to my website, it's 
uh, Debbie Dash, don't forget the dash, <laughs> Sherman.com. Um, all of the information is on there. So I have a section on my website that's called Loving People. And I work with five different organizations, and all five of them are on there. So the South African Orphanage is on there. Um, there's another one I work with in Thailand, an orphanage um, that I visited this year that was uh, again, super amazing. Um, and then there's Compassion PT, which is a physical therapy um, uh, organization in Kenya. And they also have a spot in Mexicali where they do outreach and rehabilitate people, which is so awesome. Because sometimes I just want to touch on that really quick, because um, with physical therapy, sometimes in like these countries, it's literally something where if they just are stretched, they can walk. And because they're not, and because they've kind of formed into like this little ball, because, you know, they don't have access to physical therapy, they can't move. And so it's just little things that make such a huge difference. So I work with them. I work with a, an organization in Fontana, California. Um, that's where I'm originally from. And that is called Cherish. And it's an outreach for young moms and pregnant teens. So I really love working with them as well. Um, so all of those links are on my on my website. So people can find out more information and volunteer or donate if, if they feel called to. Awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah. yeah that's, Thanks uh, for letting me talk yeah. about that. <laughs> sure. No, we love we love every angle and I mean you know, like I said, we're excited about your acting career blowing up, but it's also great to see a um an up and coming star, very beautiful woman as well. But you know, you're you're about being a regular human being, volunteering, giving back to people. It's like you're finding your opportunity to be a celebrity coming out very beneficial to those around you and you really want to help. So that's amazing. That, that's absolutely terrific. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Sure. So sweet. No, we thank I do my best. That's all you can do, right? <laughs> that's, absolutely. That's all we can ask. Um, so what are we, uh, what's coming up? What other projects? Yeah, we know you did some big movies. What, what's uh, 2018 looking like for you? Uh, do you think acting can maybe lead back to a little more music? What, what's Debbie Sherman's goal? Where do you want to be? Oh my gosh, I love music. So anyone out there listening who wants to record with me, give me a call. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm filming. I'm filming a movie, um, and it's going to be announced here um, in the next little bit. So I'm super excited. I'm not allowed to say what it is yet, and it's killing me. But I just, I'm super excited to announce it. So that's that's going to be coming up really soon. So keep an eye out for that. And um, this is going to be my, my biggest role yet. And I'm really excited about um, the awesome actors that I'm going to be working with on this film. So sorry, I can't give you more on that. <laughs> no, that's no, fine. Um, <laughs> uh, do you have any TV aspirations? Like, do you have any favorite shows you would like love to be on? Like I said, The Walking Dead, anything like that, that you would really just like to play a role on? Oh my gosh. I am. Um, yes. TV would be amazing. I'm not picky, you know, <laughs> all, I like film, I like TV, all that. <laughs> so great. But my two favorites right now are on Hulu, The Handmaid's Tale. Yes. Have you guys seen that? Yes. Oh my yes. gosh. So good. Amazing. <laughs> so good. I'm trying so to get if Jeff they want to watch it. In, <laughs> yeah, you ha- so you haven't seen it? Oh my gosh. Jeff it. has it. I told uh, Jeff if he watches the first episode, he'll be instantly hooked. Oh, Jeff, you'll be hooked. Like, you got to do it. <laughs> See, um, Debbie told so, you, you got to do it. I'm telling you. So that one, for sure. And then Big Little Lies. Did you guys yeah. see that? Yes, <laughs> oh I did. I love Big Little Lies. <laughs> that was really good. 
And I think they're coming out I with loved season it. two because it, it got such yes. a huge uh, response. They so. were they were pretty vague about it um, at the last award show, but we'll see. We'll see what, what if they do or not. I hope they do because, I mean, that ensemble together was like, and I'm obsessed with Boone. I just love her so much. So I'm going to do yeah. something else. Yeah, I love it. Oh, so, um, yeah, any of those shows would be great. I would love that. <laughs> have you another really good one? Is have you guys seen Peaky Blinders? Hmm. No, no, but have I you heard of that? that? No. Yeah, that's on Hulu too, right? Um, I, gosh, I'm not. I can't remember what that's on. I think it might be Netflix. I'm not positive, but it is like my all-time favorite forever show. I just love that one. It's really intense. So, just you know, warning to viewers. It's definitely intense, like, graphic as far as, you know, violence and stuff goes, but it's amazing. It's really good. The acting is superb. Well, I and like Tom, your taste, so I have to check that. out. my favorite. Ooh, no, yeah. I love He's my favorite. I'm, like, obsessed with him. So anything that That's he's great. in, I'm, like, all about it. Yeah, definitely. Tom Hardy over here. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually a Tom Hardy fan myself. Uh, not in the way yeah. apparently you two are, but, but I'm a fan of <laughs> I know. So, uh, he transforms. I'm telling you, every time you see him, he looks like someone different. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. So, you know, if uh, Tom Hardy people are listening out there, a role with you and Debbie <laughs> Sherman would be absolutely hey, yeah, amazing. Yeah, let's do it. I, I know who his agent yeah. is. I, I'm about to reach out. I have it on IMDb, so. Oh, God, let's, yeah, let's <laughs> give him a call. Give him a, Hi, Steady Sherman. I'd love to do a movie with you. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. That's yeah. terrific. So, Put that um, on the to-do list. You, yes, absolutely. So some big movies coming out again, and we're going to mention them again. You're going to uh, see her in The Vault with James and Taron Manning. Um, Day of the Dead remake. Uh, and also uh, the new one with uh, the post-apartheid movie The Forgiven with Forrest Whitaker and Eric Banner. So definitely some huge stars. And um, you're becoming really big, Debbie. Uh, and we really are excited to have you here. We really appreciate you coming on. Um, Jules got a little uh, parting question for you before we let you go. What do you got for us, uh, Jules? Uh, no, I was just going to say, sorry, I was just going to say where to find Debbie Sherman. Um, you can follow her on Twitter. Debbie Sherman 33, Instagram, Debbie, Debbie Sherm, S-H-E-R-M, uh, and Facebook, The Debbie Sherman. Did I get that right, Debbie? You oh, got and Debbie, it. And Debbie <laughs> Sherman.com. Just a little disclaimer on my, on my Facebook. I wish I could just have my name be Debbie Sherman, but that was already taken. So I had to put The Debbie Sherman. I didn't know what else to put. <laughs> so, that's you know, the, the, the real, the real. Debbie Sherman. <laughs> yeah, that's okay Sherman. because you, as far as we, as far as we're concerned here on the Stoop and our Stoop family, you are the Debbie Sherman. So that's perfect. That's the way it should be. <laughs> I love it. So <laughs> sweet. Thank you, guys. Absolutely. Thank so you let me so ask much. you a question. Awesome. Mm-hmm. With all these, uh, with all these movies coming out, and you're going to become a big star real soon. Will you come back and uh, talk with us again here on the Stoop? I would absolutely love that. You better Yay. believe it. I'm going to be knocking down your door. Oh, thank Excellent. you so I'll much. You, I'll give you the address to the studio. You can come in here. Thank uh, you. We like to, uh, you know, we like to drink beers and uh, eat food and throw things at one another. It's a place. So you'd, you'd have a place coming down. It's a thing. Um, <laughs> Sounds perfect. <laughs> Sounds just up my alley. I love it. Absolutely. Have you ever been to the area? Have you ever been to the Philly area? 
No, I actually haven't been, and I'm I'm like a traveler, so I need to add that on my list. I need to do it. It's a must. Well, that's perfect. Actually. I'll come for the show. Sure yeah, thing. come we'll on down. A, we'll get you a cheesesteak yeah. and a salt pretzel and a Rita's. Oh, I need <laughs> I need it right now. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds so good. I'm starving. <laughs> All right, so once again. Once again, it's www.debbie-sherman.com, Twitter, Debbie Sherman 33, Instagram, Debbie Sherm, and on Facebook, The Debbie Sherman, and you are now our Debbie Sherman. Lovely interview. Thank you so much, Debbie, for coming on. (laughs) Oh, you guys are awesome. Thank you so much. That was really the best time. I loved it. Thank you. We'll we'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much. All right. Bye, guys. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, that was awesome. Really was awesome. She is fantastic. You could just hear a genuine sound in her voice, sweetheart. Beautiful young lady. Very excited for her, too. I want to see more Debbie Sherman in movies. I'm, I'm going to go out and check out the, the vault. I know it's no longer in theaters, but I, I'm going to check that out. I want to see stuff. And, uh, you know, we get excited for young actresses who are excited about not only acting, but giving back to the community. So uh, what would you think? Is it just me or are all of our guests like super fantastic? Like they're so super sweet and nice and just great people. Like she's helping so many people and young moms and, and she's a mom and she's just doing this and she has a huge film career. I just love every single one of our guests, like not to be biased or anything, but we have some <laughs> excellent people here and she was just so sweet. And yeah, she's going to blow up big time this year. So more to see of Miss Debbie Sherman. That's excellent. Yeah, we really do have a tremendous uh, lineup of guests that have come in here. We've been very fortunate. And uh, I know, Jewel, we, we haven't been that at long together, but even when, when I was doing it with John, we just had amazing guests. And it seems like the really good people want to get on, uh, you know, back to the days where it was in, in radio and coming on radio and talking. It's not all about seeing their face and wondering what kind of designer they're wearing. They just want to come out and be themselves and I got to tell you, Debbie was very comfortable. She had a good time. Our interviews usually run about 20 minutes. The 20 minutes kind of came and went with Debbie like that. I'm kind of sad because probably sit and talk with her for hours. And when she wants to come to the Philadelphia area, there's a room. You know, the studio doubles out into a home. So there's <laughs> there's, spare, <laughs> there's spare room. You can uh, you know, spend the night, bring the husband, bring the kids. Bring everybody to the studio. We'll have... It's a wonderful visit. We'll show you the sights and sounds of Philly. Um, as we had earlier, top things we love about Philly. California girl, though, you think she would handle Philadelphia, Jewel? I think so. Might be a little bit of culture shock then to pretty shocking country. So uh, we can be a little rough here, but I think she'll fare nicely. Yeah, I'm certain. I mean, uh, I'm going to be honest. She didn't uh, like our music. She did not like our music today. She's like, I'm not a fan of of any of that. (laughs) She did ask me not to put her on the spot. I was going to ask her to fire off uh, a couple doses of what's on her playlist. Let's not do that. Let's uh, stick to her acting. And, uh, you know, once she becomes a regular here on the show, then we'll rough her up a little bit. We got to take it easy on her tonight. (laughs) Yeah. I ain't get into my mommy talk either, which I usually do, and my girly talk. But next time. I know. I cut you off on purpose because, you know. Enough, everybody's gushing over Tom Hardy, you know. Tom, Tom Hardy, Hardy would look at me and say, that's one good-looking man, and you guys are here <laughs> one over him, so. No, not good. No, I like Tom Hardy. 
Great actress. Um, yep. Great actor. I'm sorry. Debbie Sherman, actress. Tom Hardy, actor. Get it right, Jeffrey. Cool. So, um, 9.15 tonight, uh, around 9.15, 9, 9 10, 9 15 in that, in that realm, a band. Uh, Philly flavor, some Philly, some Trenton, New Jersey. Molly Rhythm is coming on. Uh, we're going to talk to them about their music and uh, some upcoming shows and uh, their visit to Canada, which is coming up as well. So that's very exciting. We played their song earlier, and I got to admit, the audio was a little fuzzy. So I'm going to leave this one up to Jewel Tatey. Jewel, do you think one more time around for uh, Write Me Out? What do you think? I mean, I've listened to this song like 10 times, so let's hit it again, because I love this song. And there's so many elements to it, too. It goes up and down, and you're like, they're singing, they're rapping, they're playing all kinds of instruments, so let's do it again. It's fun for the ears. Let's do it, Jeff. Absolutely. going to give it one more shot. Like I said, the audio was a little sloppy earlier, so now that we cleaned it up a little bit. One more time, Molly Rhythm, and the song is, oh, man, I'm like obsessed with the song. Right? <laughs> yeah. Right meow! Be back in about four minutes.
Oh, yeah. Oh, and then again. A thousand more times. Ah, oh, right Meow that. is the song. I'll tell you what, Joel. You know, for somebody whose musical taste I usually don't trust, you really hit a home run here with, with this band. Why, thank you. <laughs> I told you I have good yeah, taste. Really good. <laughs> uh, Molly Rhythm is the name of the band. They're going to be with us shortly here on the show. www.mollyrhythm.com. Pretty much like it sounds. M-O-L-L-Y. R-H-Y-T-H-M, Molly Rhythm. The Devil Never Comes was their 2014 album, and uh, that was one of the songs from it. And shockingly, Molly isn't a name from any of the chicks in the band. It's a lot of chicks in the band, but none of them are named Molly. But Alyssa, oh my God, Alyssa and Nikki, the way they harmonize, Jesus Christ, I can't. They're just so freaking good. Can't wait. It's awesome stuff. It's Alyssa and Nikki, Lori and John and Jeff and Aaron. Honestly, not sure. <laughs> John and Jeff, there you go. Not sure how many of them or how many will come on with us. Yeah. Um, so we'll get who we can. Um, like I said, very, uh, as Jewel described, a very distinct, very unique sound. Um, and we're going to talk to them about you know, some of their inspirations and all that. To me, it sounds kind of no doubtish, um, which I love. And I think, you know, that's the kind of stuff I like. All kind of stuff. I like guitars and and drums and bass, obviously, but some uh, some horn section in there and add a little flavor to it. And don't be afraid to use all different directions. And you know, that's the kind of stuff that makes it big. We love it. And that's coming up. Let's talk about. Uh, first of all, I'm going to talk about something real quickly that I know we didn't uh, research or pre-plan, but it is the passing of one of boxing's all-time living legends and a guy with quite a story behind him, Jake Lamada. If you ever seen the movie Raising Bull with Robert De Niro, you'll know the story of Lamada, one of the best fighters uh, really in the history of boxing. And then he passed away. Uh, he was in his 90s when he passed away on Tuesday. And you know, you know, if you've seen the movie, his terrible, tragic story, his uh, his violent temper in the ring, outside the ring, and uh, you know, when somebody like that passes, you obviously take time to celebrate who they were. You let all that other nonsense fall by the wayside and I just want to say here from the stoop that we're uh, you know for the family of Jake LaMotta's surviving members we're very sorry to hear that news today so rest in peace to the raging bull Jake LaMotta uh, while we're also in rest in peace and tragedy of course got to talk about the earthquake in Mexico um, the numbers that we have at the latest 225 people dead 7.1 magnitude earthquake in Mexico, deadliest to hit the country in more than 30 years. It brought down buildings in the capital of Mexico City. Now we're talking about uh, Hurricane Maria. Jewel, I know you're not a meteorologist. Well, you're you're the Stoops meteorologist because it's just me and you. So you're now the Stoops meteorologist. <laughs> you know. What the, is, what the hell is going on? It's like, ah. Uh, this freaking hurricane season and I mean I thought hurricane season was over that's the famous quote I thought hurricane season was over now these earthquakes and this damn Indian summer like this heat and I'm being eaten alive (laughs) and it no it's just like enough enough is enough enough tragedy Jesus it's just too much um yeah prayers to everyone in Mexico oh my god it's just another tragic Natural disaster. It's like, what are you going to do? The waves down the shore were nuts this weekend. The after effects, and it's just all over the place. It's really crazy. I'm, like, praying for 
fall and winter now. It's just nuts. Agrees. It's been some scary stuff. Uh, and I know usually, especially being at the 9 o'clock, it's usually when me and Jewel take shots at one another and get crazy. But um, kind of reversing role to show a little bit. It's time to get a little bit serious. Uh, my wife, uh, her sister is married to a, a Puerto Rican gentleman, and he has tons of family over in Puerto Rico. And right now, after the hurricane hit, the entire island of Puerto Rico is without power. And lots of Puerto Rican Americans and people who live in the area have no contact with their families. Um, so, of course, we want to wish and we're going to pray and wish for the safety of the people of Puerto Rico, uh, the safety of the families uh, of people that are connected to my family. And, and Joel, I don't know if you have any um, anybody with Puerto Rican descent in your family or related in any way, shape, or form. Absolutely. But, yep. Friends uh, and family. You, so you, just prayers for everyone. Yeah, can you imagine the fear of an entire island or, you know, a country, whatever it may be? No, no, that's insane. And I have family in Cuba that I we haven't even reached out to yet. So it's just, it's just crazy. Um, I hope everyone can rebuild and, and dig out, and that's what they're trying to do now. So, um, no, prayers for everyone. It's very sad. Absolutely. You can't you know, do enough to... Uh, try and donate or try to help in any way you can and you know mentioning on the show is just the, the slightest little piece of something I could do but um, if you have asset or uh, ways to do it or ways to volunteer or anything of that nature uh, the southern part of the United States and its surrounding countries like you said Cuba and you know islands of Puerto Rico etc are, are going to need a lot of help uh, I need a lot of help so we hope everybody uh, is there and we pray for you Right now, we really do. Back, yeah, back to American soil. God, we really like flip flops. We're going to all kind of bad news. This one really hurts me here. Toys R Us is filing for bankruptcy. The world's greatest toy stores, Toys R Us, the biggest selection, Toys R Us. You just like it because your name's Jeffrey. Yeah, Jeffrey. Well, he's G. Spelled differently. I know. Yeah, <laughs> differently. But, but man, when when Kitty City oh, bailed out years ago, yeah, I was shocked. I'm like, wow, I guess Toys, Toys R Us became the giant. Now the giant Toys R Us is falling apart. Joel, what do you think this is all about? Do you think it's about online shopping? Do you think maybe kids are less active now and less into toys and more into gadgets and electronics and stuff? What do you think is attributing to this major hit that retail outlets like Toys R Us are suffering? Well, I think all kids are always going to be into toys. Um, I don't think maybe are they going out of business or are they just going bankrupt? Well, they're they're filing bankruptcy, Chapter 11, as far as I know. Haven't really heard how that's going to affect them as far as going out of business, but you can almost be sure that locations will close, jobs yeah. will be lost. You know, the kind of things where that you know major corporations and companies, when they take a hit like this, uh, the little person suffers just as bad. Um, for you, are you an online shopper? Do you like to get to the store and be hands-on? I do. I like going to the store and buying what I need because, you know, it's like immediate. It's right there. I know they have the Amazon now. It's like, I don't know. I just don't trust delivery deliveries a lot. Um, I do go on. I, I really only online shop when I know 
specifically exactly what I want and I'm definitely not going to find it in the store or don't want to battle people like during Christmas time in the store. But uh, I got kind of turned off from that because I, I tried to online shop everything for Christmas one year and half the things didn't come until New Year's. So it kind of scares me, the online shopping. I, I'd much rather go to a store, even though I despise, I'm a girl, I despise shopping. I love shopping for other people, but I hate shopping for myself and um, shopping for things I need because it stresses me the hell out. So, but I love going to Toys R Us. Um, I took my daughter there for her third birthday, and they gave her a little balloon and a cart, and, and, you know, people all said happy birthday, and it was a wonderful experience. I love Toys R Us, and I, I find some toys for myself in there, too. So, uh, yeah, if they go out of business, I'll probably cry because there's one around the corner from me right now. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I love board games, too. Don't you like board games and, and still buying toys? And I love, I love buying video games, too. What about you? Oh, yeah, I love all that stuff. And I mean, you look now, and like I said, mostly kids, even little kids, have like a, a phone in their hand or um, some kind of gadget uh, that may not necessarily be a Toys R Us thing. I mean, it's more like Apple uh, and stuff like that. Um, but I mean, you can still get great toys, video games, uh, bicycles, uh, dolls, you name it. Toys R Us has it. And they're like the toy giants. There's not a lot of big toy stores out there. It just strikes me as so surprising that, you know, that they're in this rut. But things like this definitely happen. We uh, we here at the Stoop, we get into a financial rut. You've got to buy Jewel a lot of vodka. It costs us a lot <laughs> <Yep>. of money. <laughs> she doesn't share it. Nope. Nope, nope, nope. Got to see the liquor expense bill here. It's well, absolutely I ha- unbelievable. I know, right? But I heard the other side of the Toys R Us story, too. Like, are they just filing bankruptcy to not be in, like, the millions they owe in debt, and then their debt is going to be cleared? Because I wish I could do that with my debt. Is that, You, like... you can. You can. That's okay. kind of how bankruptcy works. You know, Chapter 11 kind okay. of a – Chapter 11 kind of protects people from that in the business world. Um, okay. Unfortunately, me as an individual, if I file bankruptcy, you know – it's stuck on me for years. Where this oh, company, okay. you know, you know, what's going to happen to Toys R Us? Are people really going to stop uh, shipping toys there and having their toys sold in there? I mean, they're the world's biggest toy store. Yep. They'll be okay. <laughs> Going back. Yeah, they'll, they'll be, be okay. okay. I, I think they'll be just fine. Um, yeah. We hope anyway, because, you know, who doesn't love toys? <laughs> Jill doesn't love toys. She's in there shaking. Not I. Not I, said the duck. Not I, said the duck. I had duck. Yeah, I told you about it the other night. My duck case today. Don't ruin it. Make me think of this cute no, little images I, of ducks. I always said, not I, said the duck, because I call my niece duck. So it's just funny. I'm like, not I, said the duck. But she doesn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Oh, my goodness. Anyway. So, yeah, so we got uh, some great stuff coming up uh, on the stoop. Monday night, we have uh, Jessica Barth. Ted and Ted 2, Family Guy. And on the 27th, Bart Shadow will be here. Trans-Siberian Orchestra. That, to me, is massive. Makes me think of Christmas time. And all those uh, going out to stores and shopping. Right, Jewel? Yes, definitely. So excited for that episode. We were supposed to have Kosha Dills on that night, but um, that's pending. We might just go out and check out a show and uh, give him a shout-out before and, and have him on the show maybe later in October. We'll see. But uh, right now, it's uh, just Bart Shadow for the 27th. 
Yeah, that should be great. We uh, he was in New Hope uh, last weekend uh, performing a show, and uh, he's done some Broadway. He's a singer performer, pretty electric guy. So we're really excited for that. I'm, I get excited for Trans Siberian. I almost called him. Uh, I almost called him. Uh, Mannheim steamroller earlier. That would have been embarrassing, huh? <laughs> Almost did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh-huh. That's uh, the other band that does uh, orchestra and stuff, uh, oh. Christmas-type music. Yeah. I did it in transition while we were reconnecting you. See what happens oh. you leave me, and I derail. <sighs> you can't, can't do it without me. I know it. <laughs> I know. I missed you for that uh, 30 seconds I was gone. So from... Um, Giants that become suffering to giants who seem to hit the jackpot, and that's uh, website Yahoo, who's being purchased by Verizon. Now, like, Verizon needs to get bigger, right, Joel? Yeah, Verizon, they, they don't have enough. They're going to buy Yahoo for, I think, was, uh, if I recollect correctly, $4.6 billion. Oh, well, Well, yeah. that must be nice. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, yeah, I'm I... sure to make everybody's uh, cell phones and cable bills go way down. Yeah, for sure. That would be great. No, I'm not. Ugh. I don't have Verizon. I try to go on like the obscure cable internet packages, but Verizon just still gets everyone. Like I can't get away from it. Just come on, Verizon. I owe you money. I still owe you money. I owe you money in the future. Like it's got to stop. Just chill on me, Verizon. Just call me a break. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, talk about being at it. You're right over there. You're getting real. No, I'm not. I don't like Verizon. They can go. I need my Wi-Fi. <laughs> and I don't know what you know. It's it's funny how the government talks about like monopolies and stopping monopolies. Meanwhile, Verizon and, and Comcast for us uh, affiliated yeah, people. It. Yeah, they just dominate. Like they they. Own the world. Yeah, really go, away. Even <laughs> go away. Go away. Go away. Deregulation. You don't have to go away, but you got to give us. Uh... So, looking at Facebook, and you know, I hope this. Uh... I hope this is real. The gentleman I mentioned the other night, uh, my man Matt Myers from the Hoonville Inn. Also, Puerto Rican descent. He posted this on his Facebook, reposting uh, Hurricane Hotline for all Puerto Rico. If you have family, you want to make sure they are okay. The number 877-976-2400. Not quite sure what that's going to get you. I just happened to come across this right now. But again, uh, supposedly a Hurricane Hotline for Puerto Rico. And if you have family, you want to make sure they are okay. 877-976-2400. 2400. So if you're listening and you have a family over here and you haven't heard from them, you know, give it a shot. This might be the way to uh, at least get some kind of idea what's going on over there. Worth a shot. That's good. Thanks for this. Mm, sure. Uh, oh, sorry. I'm sorry. I thought you were still going on. Sorry. Nah, we're good. We're good. Um... Tomorrow night, Jewel. I know you don't really notice as much as I do, but I'm going to tell you. I have gone on this tirade, and I'm going to cut into this real quickly while we wait for uh, Molly Rhythm. Thursday night football has become a disaster. The games have become terrible. The ratings are terrible. 
And I'm a massive football fan. Just to show you how adamant I am about this. And tomorrow night is a absolute doozy of a sleeper. The Los Angeles Rams and the San Francisco 49ers, which might be the worst game ever. <laughs> um, are Rams yeah. are the Rams a bad team? I just found the out Rams they went to LA. LA. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, they went to LA. They are um, a very much rebuilding team. I will say. Mm-hmm. And San Francisco is a rather terrible team. So the ratings are just, it's just going to hit rock bottom tomorrow night. And I, I wanted to get that off my chest because everybody says, oh, but you love football. As much as I love football, you know, it's kind of like watching a sex scene with an extremely unattractive actress. Oh, okay. <laughs> I guess I that know, would turn you off from it. <laughs> it's, the only, uh, it's the only comparison I have. It's pretty bad. That's the only comparison I have to telling you how bad the Thursday night football. <laughs> oh my God! So you won't be watching, or you will, or you just have oh, to? Of course I'm gonna be watching. I mean that's ridiculous. I mean, I'm still gonna watch. That sucks if so you have one of those people on your fantasy. You gotta watch. Uh, yeah, if you got one of them guys and you got a guy from 49ers on your team, you're in serious trouble. Really? Um, real quick. Got sent this today. There is a new movie coming out, <laughs> and everybody's going nuts about it because there is a lesbian sex scene between actresses Rachel Weisz and Rachel McAdams. It's I saw that. Lesbian... Yeah. Um, oh, let's not get into that right now because we do have <laughs> no the lesbian. gang. So we're, we're gonna cut. We're gonna cut the. Uh, we're gonna cut the lesbian talk right now and welcome the folks from Molly Rhythm. Let's see what hey. we got here. Hello, good evening. Hi. Hey. Hey. Hi. Hey. How you guys doing? Thanks for coming on the show tonight. We really appreciate it. Thank you. How are you? <laughs> Very well. Can you guys go introduce yourself? Go down the list. Tell us um, and what you play or. You know, your vocalist, just go ahead and introduce your bad selves. Uh, sure. I'm Lori, and I play the bass. I'm John. I play guitar. Jeff, sax. Aaron, trombone. Alyssa, vocals. Zach, drums. Nikki, vocals. <laughs> also, That's our manager, manager right? here. <laughs> oh, yeah. manager. <laughs> Hi. What's I'm his name? Mr. Man. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's great. Thanks for coming on, guys. We want to start real quick. Uh, we played uh, the song Right Meow. We actually played it twice. It was so great. We played it twice. Right Meow from your 2004 album, The Devil Never Comes. Amazing music. You guys are an outstanding band. We want to really help you get pushed and have people really learn about your music. Can you tell us how you guys started this band and how you all got together? Um, it was kind of, this is Nikki, by the way, this is, uh, <laughs> it was kind of a collaboration with uh, Alyssa and I, we were in a band called Karmavat for six years, uh, real kind of B-52s-ish, um, and that we found Lori and pushed her to play the bass, and then we we just started writing songs, the three of us, and then we started pushing other people to play music with us. <laughs> <laughs> 
So how did you guys find each other? Were you just, like, going out all the time? Did you find them on your gigs, or did you, like, put out a, a notice for <laughs> y'all drank together? I, punk, <laughs> uh, yeah, punk shows and, and high school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we went to the same high school. <laughs> there's there's a, a lot of you, you know, and you have a diverse, eclectic sound, and it's the greatest mashup I've, my ears have ever landed on. Um, just There's just so many genres, and uh, I just want to know uh, if you guys even want to go down the line, who are some of your influences? <laughs> okay, here it goes. Uh, Teddy Cushman. This is love a down, no doubt. Oh, yeah, we like Billy Talent. Uh, no effects, ME330. Uh, a lot of Green Day. Bad uh, Zeppelin. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> the drummer, John Bonham. Um, Wu-Tang, Ella Fitzgerald, Django Reinhardt. Aesop Rock. Yeah. Nice. Um, Deltron 330. Yeah. Was someone going to say Lana Del Rey? (laughs) That's pretty awesome, though. I mean, it it sounds like everybody's got favorites from all different genres of music, and that's really awesome. It makes um, for unique music, and that's what we like, and uh, we definitely like pushing stuff from Philly. So like I said, we played Meow. It's from your sophomore album, The Devil Never Never Comes. Had the whole process go, and... uh, how far different is it from your album? Uh, it is what it isn't. What? <laughs> oh, that. I'm sorry. Oh, no, that's okay. The difference in writing processes between albums. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Oh yeah. So I guess it was tricky. Uh, it's hard to keep a good drummer around. <laughs> so, um, so I guess uh, we we did. <laughs> we, uh, We've we've had some members come and go. We lost the guitarist. Uh, he moved to New Orleans, and we lost a trombone player. So a lot of it was patching holes. But uh, when we write, it's really very democratic. We all have ideas and play a few instruments, so it's really easy to communicate. Um, our policy is that we try everything once, and then we all kind of go from there and decide what we like, what we don't like. Uh, more times than not, we play all the ideas. <laughs> Yeah, I heard you you added the trombone and the sax in the second album. Um, how did that? I mean, it amped up the sound a lot. How did that come about? Did uh, did you guys think you needed more of a, you know, more of a bang, or, or how did that come about? Uh, I was hanging out at the bar, and Nikki found out I played saxophone in middle school. Like, <laughs> you have to play saxophone. <laughs> And uh, then I started playing saxophone again. After um, 20 years. Yeah, 20 years. a couple decades. No, no biggie. Everyone's fourth. <laughs> We're all being held hostage. None of great. us are here. <laughs> all right. Um, I have to ask Molly, how did you come up with the, the band name? Um, well, we made a lot of lists of band names, because <laughs> uh, there's a lot of us in the band, so it's hard to come up with a band name, uh, but essentially, um, if you know what a polyrhythm is, it's like a play off of that. Okay. 
Very cool. Very cool. Um, so you guys are, are going to be playing some shows um, in the New Jersey area and the Philadelphia area coming up real soon. But you're also heading out to a tour of Canada. Tell us about Canada, where you're going to be heading, and uh, how excited are you for that? So excited. We love Canada. It's our fucking favorite. No offense, America. But Canada <laughs> is awesome. Are we allowed to curse? Oh, yes, absolutely. Oh, fucking literally. Oh, fucking thank God. <laughs> Canada's healthcare has treated Alyssa kindly. That is also true. Uh, this is this is our fourth or fifth time going to Canada. Oh wow. Um, but this will be the longest tour. We're playing in a uh, uh, Sherbrooke. Um, Montreal twice, Quebec City for the first time, really excited about that, uh, Le Brasier, <laughs> probably saying <wrong. laughs> The Brasier, that, that sounds good. <laughs> so, guys, tell me some crazy tour stories, because I know you have them, just going to, playing at festivals and all that, give me one or two Crazy ass stories you could tell us. Oh yeah. Alyssa split her chin open jumping from stage part to stage part. Oh the shit. Last time we were- oh jeez. <laughs> oh man. I mean, yeah, it's really, really, it was pretty crazy. I, li- I like to climb things when I play sometimes, and uh, it's one of the bigger shows that we've played, and I was just so excited and looking out at all the people, and you know, I was like, this is a moment that I will never forget, and. How do I make sure they don't forget it either, right? So I, I started climbing, and uh, I slipped and fell and landed on my face about, what did you say, like 30 feet? <laughs> it was ungood. <laughs> but I finished the song. We all finished the set and, um, and then got into an ambulance. <laughs> Pretty good song. Oh, shit. The show must go on. Good for you. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, any other, any other uh, stories? There's actually of that. Kind of on our Instagram. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, she falls and then jumps back up and splatters blood on everyone. <laughs> and it was it was cool. Oh my god. Great. Definitely worth checking out. I mean, I, I got to check you guys out. I, I see a couple shows that are uh, well, one show to me. I see October twentieth at the pharmacy. Um, 1300 South 18th Street in Philadelphia. Um, what can we expect if we get down there? What can we expect to see from you guys? A lot of, uh, you're going to climb things and all that good shit if we come down there? The yeah. pharmacy is a really small venue. I don't think there's anything to climb there, <laughs> but I'm sure. <laughs> oh, shit, that's right. <laughs> that place is cool, though. They have, uh, they have good food and snacks. Yeah, real awesome. good snacks there. Any place with a bar is good for me, so we'll be yeah, there. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, that's BYOB. It is BYOB, but there's there's places around that you can get stuff. I'll bring my purse oh. full of beer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alyssa and Nikki, I have to ask you guys. You guys harmonize like angels. You sound like sirens calling the ships in. Like I'm not just blowing smoke up your yeah. asses. Like I really love both of your your uh, voices um you really sound great thank you We're, how long have you been harmonizing 
Um, a while, yeah. I mean, we were in the eighth grade school play together. <laughs> but uh, our, our first band, we started uh, right out of high school, actually. So we've been singing together for a long time now, yeah. Yeah, we've been getting underage drunk singing together. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Is that good telepathy now? Yeah, we we uh we got know each other. Thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, it, it's very intuitive. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, guys, really quick, what is the song you guys sing by the Fake Campfire? Because that's probably one of my favorites from you guys. Walter Salter. Walter Salter. That is gonna. Be- on our new album, uh, oh, cool. coming out probably in January or February. Or March. <laughs> or March. <laughs> I'm being super optimistic, but uh, we are we are full speed ahead right now, working on uh, a pretty good size album uh, that should be in the spring. <laughs> and we're real proud of it. And uh, we're, we're excited because this, this album is going to be with our current lineup. And we're practicing really hard and really getting a lot done lately. So we're we're That's we're awesome. Pumped. That's great stuff. So um, something real big here. You guys were featured on uh, WMMR, the Jackson's Local Shot, mm-hmm. and you were the Artist of the Month. Pretty huge deal. How does it feel to hear your stuff on the radio? <laughs> There's a lot of YouTube videos of that too. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was cool. We're uh, we're bar, we're all bar people, so we put it on in our bar, <laughs> and uh, it was it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool to, to hear that. That's awesome. So did it give, like open any it. doors for you? Just being on the radio. Did anyone reach out from being on MMR? It was cool. We got to play. Um, what was that festival? We played a pretty cool MMR festival called. Yeah, so that was fun. I had people reach out to me from high school and tell me they respected me now. So that was. <laughs> <laughs> hey. I, I, I stopped at the Spellbound Brewery, and people. I met people there who came out to see us from MMR. So I met like a couple there. So. I guess two people heard it. <laughs> <laughs> well, now with uh, with being a bit of make it about uh, you know four people that'll hear it. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, <laughs> we got a good. No. We got a good. Guys are blowing up. So, um, cheap cheap <laughs> plug. Where where is your bars? Where do you guys drink at in town? We like Philly stuff. So where do you guys hang out at? Where, what's your bar in town? Uh well, I actually um work at a bar called the Fire. Uh, so we, a lot of us work at the bar, actually. So the Trenton kids work at a spot called Champs, and I work at um, and host an open mic uh, in Philadelphia at a spot called The Fire. Oh, sweet. Oh. Yeah, that's, that's really half. And then the Trenton half uh, works at a championship bar, mm-hmm. and we have art night on Monday nights. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fun. Yeah. So Monday, night. Monday night on the East Coast is uh, pretty lit. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> it's awesome to have fun on the Mondays. We have our shows on the Mondays and pretty fun too. Um, I just wanted to ask, uh, I was going through my notes and, and the album was playing in the background and I came across Amber's violin. Can First of all, who's playing the violin because you're freaking amazing and who is Amber and why is she so sad? Awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, we record with uh, Kevin uh 
Pandel at the damage room, and uh, Amber is his wife, and I forgot my violin. Uh, this is Nikki. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, I was trying to do it, and uh, she had hers from back in the day, and I was like, oh, fuck, I need a violin. Because uh, it was an hour away from my house, so she let me use her violin. And that song is actually and, – and Alyssa's playing the – guitar so it's just us two on that i think and that is um a sort of musical cover rendition of a part in ragdoll off of the first album so okay. that's actually like a little interlude that with the same melody i think <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, i think it's ragdoll <laughs> Over. For some reason, I, I I love interludes on like all my favorite albums, and I wish they would just stretch out a little bit longer and have some vocals on it and be like a real full song. But I love I love that, and it really caught my ear. And you guys are just freaking phenomenally tan- talented. And uh, yeah, just thanks for coming on. And and we're so gonna plug you guys all your dates and and for sure. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Thank you. And we'll keep that in mind for the next interlude. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you. Awesome. So some, some spots real quick. It's uh, www.mollyrhythm.com. September 24th uh, in Pennington Road, Ewing, New Jersey, at the TCNJ Kendall Hall TV station. September 29th at the Pickering Creek Inn. October 20th at the Pharmacy in Philadelphia. And then you head off to Canada. Um the albums, in case you're interested, again, The Devil Never Comes, and it is what it isn't. Molly Rhythm, thank you so much for coming on. We're going to see you guys in town, definitely. We'd love to invite you back if you're into that, and we love your music here. So thank you guys so much for coming on tonight. Thank you, guys. Yay. Molly Rhythm, ladies and gentlemen. Good night, gang. See you guys soon. Bye-bye, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs> they did a woo for me. <laughs> they did. They did the they did the jewel Katie woo. That was great stuff. I gotta tell you, um again, we we just got done saying it with Debbie Sherman, and I'm gonna say it again. People that enjoy what they're doing and having fun. Those that's that's a gang that's a gang having fun. That's the kind of gang that we gotta get ourselves into a more advanced studio and sit around and shoot the breeze with those guys. Um, yeah, it doesn't do them justice yeah, you know. sitting here, but... Right. I mean, you can hear the, the fun coming off them. A little tough when there's eight of us at one time trying to talk at different locations, but it was worth it. And they kind of fed off each other, and they all got good things to say. They're all influenced by different kinds of music. They all have background and stories to tell. So that's the kind of band that seems like they can mesh together, stick together, and become something bigger. And uh, again, www.mollyrhythm.com. The song we played for you tonight was uh, Right Meow. Yeah, the yep. devil never comes, and it is what it isn't. We're going to try. What do you think, Joel? You think we can get to the pharmacy on the 20th oh of October? I'm going to try my damnedest to get to the pharmacy because, guys, we even get into, like, their stage presence, but they're theatrical. They jump all over the place. And like she said, she split her freaking chin open. And they're just, <laughs> oh, my God, the vocals and the the freaking saxophone, the trumpet, there's so much going on. It's like, 
a symphony of greatness, and they merge so many different kinds of music together um, to make a great show. Um, I just wanted to tell everyone, they're on Facebook, Molly Rhythm. They're on uh, Instagram, Twitter, Molly Rhythm, Molly with a Y. So, guys, please check them out. It's uh, And support local Philly music. That's what we love to do here. That's what we're definitely doing here. We are going to support local Philly music and local Philly artists. Uh, Molly Rhythm was the first that we had the privilege of getting on. We do have more. Um, Jewel is really pounding the pavement to get more on with us. Uh, in October, in a couple of weeks, October 11th, we're going to have Overwinter on the show, uh, another local product. We're very excited to have her on as well. Just, just great, great stuff. Um, let's take a minute to run down all the stuff we got coming on. We got a lot of it. We'll take a few minutes to run down. As I said before, Monday, September 25th, actress Jessica Barth will be here. Wednesday, uh, September 27th, Bart Shadow will be here. Definitely looking for that one. October really gets rambling. October 2nd, Elizabeth Ho, a fine young actress from the show Disjointed. She's funny. She's a trek. I see you can't wait to have her on the show to talk about Disjointed. Uh, October 4th, you'll remember her uh, as Chelsea from Two and a Half Men, the beautiful Jennifer Taylor, is going to be here. We are definitely going to ask her some of her favorite Charlie Sheen stories. <laughs> definitely looking forward to that. Oh, man, on the 11th, crazy. Again, I know. Again, on the 11th, Overwinter uh, will be bringing her style of music to the stupor. Looking very forward to that. Soap opera star Kate Linder, Monday, October 16th. Uh, still some more spots are filling in, but of course, before we end with our lineup, October 25th, Wednesday night, from Shameless, Big Kev, Steve Howie returns to the stoop. That's going to be one hell of a fantastic show. Um, Woo-hoo. Woo. Funny, because <laughs> I was thinking earlier today, and a, a friend of mine pointed this out. He says, you know, I, I like, I like, ugh, I'm sorry, I'm tongue-tied, getting so excited about talking about myself. Uh, a friend of mine said, you know, I really like your show. I like listening. I like what you and Jewel do. He's like, why so many female actresses and why so many females? Um, I'm going to come right out and say it because men don't commit. <laughs> Ain't that I mean, the we truth? Get male, oh, male actors and male artists and singers and all that. And, you know, you reach out and you just can't get that. True committal. Actually, wait a minute, because I have like one or two in the works that could be slid into this uh, list of upcoming artists. So we'll see. I'm getting the men to commit. I am doing it. It's a challenge. I am up for it. Men, you She's better commit to me. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I like. I like. I like just being ballsy with it and just laying all out there. So why not? I'm trying to here on. Come join us here on Stoop. We're we're getting uh, more and more listeners. We're getting better stars on. Uh, we've got PR people reaching out to me. Hey, you know, I heard about this show. How about my uh, artist, uh, yeah, athlete, uh, talent of any sort being on? And that's great. We love it. We love uh, local music, and uh, we like picking on each other. We like uh, having a beverage and a cocktail and all that good stuff right here on the Stoop. Yeah, numbers don't lie. The numbers uh, do not lie. The listeners are definitely out there. And we thank you all from the bottom of our hearts for joining us. Uh, what seems to, to some to be uh, our little project is booming into a bigger, bigger project every day. And we're going to keep 
bringing you all we can here, fun and laughter and tears and all that good stuff on the stoop. We're plugging away. We're plugging away. Uh, so, again, questions, comments, want to get your band on the stoop, want to get the, your actor, your actress, if you're a PR person, anything you want to know about getting on the stoop, J. Perini, P-O-R-R-I-N-I, J. Perini, the stoop at uh, stoopradio.com, J. Tatey, T-E-T-I, at stoopradio.com. Uh, we can be found on Twitter at the Stoop Radio One. We can be found on Facebook at the Stoop Radio Network. Jewel has taken over the social media duties, so she's going to have us on Instagram again real soon. So Stoop we can Radio find One. You know, we're going to get uh, some pictures of uh, fun things we do. And, uh, there's some pictures. There's some pictures, Jeff. Did you did you sign up for IG yet? <laughs> not yet. Not yet. Got to sign up for Instagram, you kids and your wacky websites. And, uh, He's afraid to commit. Why are you afraid to commit? <laughs> Gosh. Married, for God's sakes. That's all the committal you can get out of me. <sighs> you just got to jump in it. You'll be hooked. It will be an Instagram. You're like, ooh, what's all this? <laughs> be stuck ooh, in there for it's days. Insta. It's instant, and it's a gram that's instant. It's Instagram. It's kind of like uh, oatmeal. It's kind of like instant. Kind of. It's not like instant oatmeal at all. I have no idea what the hell I'm talking about. It's not like that one bit. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> uh, so Facebook is the Stoop Radio Network. Again, we're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. We're on blogtalkradio.com. We are uh, sleeping in front of your house in tents. We are um, driving your car when you don't expect it. We're babysitting your children. We're uh, eating tacos. We do a lot of things here. It's pretty weird. (laughs) (laughs) Just quit while you're ahead. (laughs) Sometimes when I ramble, I do expect you to cut me off. It's one of your jobs here at the Stoop, besides being... uh, Besides being beautiful and talented and being the greatest sidekick turned amazing researcher and all that great stuff, you also got to look straight across the studio and say, would you shut the fuck up? Shut the fuck up. Just for once. Exactly. Just shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I always, <laughs> drop, drop the curse. I always like when guests drop the cursing and, you know, because they don't really know if they can or can't. And the one yeah. guy's like, uh, fuck, he's like, can we say that? Yeah, you, you can say it, as far as I know for now. Because uh, after can, 9 we'll o'clock. After 9 o'clock. Shit hits the phone. Get, shit hits the phone on the stoop. So, you have, I'm going to give you 30 seconds. Uh, when I say go. 30 seconds from the time I say go to give me your three best Animal noise impressions oh starting now. All right, I'll let you guess them. Number two. Uh, number two. <laughs> 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 kind of number one's good. Number number three or number one. Rough. <laughs> rough, rough. All right, so for, <laughs> for those of you scoring at home, all three of those were the same. That is a person being strangled to death. <laughs> I don't 
I told you bird. Said he did... The second one that was just not. <laughs> I thought you said he did good animal noises. I do actually want seagull. I didn't do it right. Here, let me try again. Uh, that one wasn't bad. When you did it the second time, it wasn't bad. Made me wish I had an alka seltzer. You know, they chase them things, they eat them, and they blow up. Yeah. I just blew up all you know, our listeners' eardrums. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. He made me do it. I'm sorry. Sure did. All the, like, the weeks leading up, all I kept hearing is how great your animal noises were, and it really did sound like somebody was strangling a person with their bare hands. I said one. Jeez. I do a seagull very well. That's it. I didn't say many. Here's a piece of memorabilia. That's right. I, I've got my Ron Hexel jersey up in the air here. And if you look Yay. real closely at the seven, there's Ron Hexel's autograph. Awesome. He's my awesome. favorite. That's, that's I used to play like with his kids. I used to play with his kids at the Flyers Carnival when I was little. Really? Now that's yeah. that kind of stuff I like. It's the kind of stuff we got. We got to try and get Ron Hexel. Oh, my God. That'd be great. That'd be amazing. My sister was the biggest Flyers fan in the world. Like, she just loved the Flyers. She had, she had that jersey, Lindros. She had number 12, Kerr. She had, uh, like, all the player signatures on them, on each one of them. It was amazing. She had a spoon from, like, a Flyers mouth that she kept in the freezer because she was that wow. best. She, she had me when I was, like, three years old. I knew all the players and all the names. They were, like, plastered on, on our bedroom wall. So, yeah, she was obsessed. Well, Hexel, that's so my number. Let's hit that real quick. And it, it's something that's actually kind of funny because I'm going to share my story as well. Your sister had a spoon that she got from a member of the Flyers. My strangest piece of memorabilia was a bottle of ginger beer that was drank out of by Eddie Murphy. Nice! Beer, but very true. We I went to that. see, back in the day, back in the uh, 80s and 90s, my uh, parents, uh, they would go down to Atlantic City a lot and they would get some comps for tickets and shows we saw luther vandross we sat in the first row yeah it was just that good me and uh, three of my friends and right behind us is eddie murphy that's how good our seats were eddie murphy sat behind us murphy oh sneaks in his own drink he's sucking down this ginger beer he lays the bottle down me and my friends all stare at it i pick it up and i say i now have eddie murphy's bottle the guy behind me turns and says i'll give you 20 bucks for it right now and i'm like what good is that going to do he says i took a picture of eddie drinking from it and I'm going to make it a uh, big piece of memorabilia. Well, I kept that bottle for five years, and then one day in a move, it fell and broke, and I... Eddie Murphy. I know. No longer have my Eddie Murphy so ginger sad. beer. What is the strangest piece of memorabilia that you own, Joel? You want to hear it? Guess who it's from. Just guess. You'll know it. Um, that, um... Uh, You'll uh, know it. Don't write, my favorite. Um, don't... No... Lana Del Rey, no? Nope, the other favorite. <laughs> Tom Hardy. Eminem. I have oh, Eminem, okay. A doctor's mask. Actually, I think I have it, or my best friend has it, and she didn't give it back. A doctor's mask that he wore for the anger management tour. He threw into the crowd, and we were we were first row. So we both grabbed it together, and we promised, as long as our friendship lasted, we would we would share the doctor's mask. But he wore it. His, like, mouth and, and spit and all stuff was on on that doctor's mask so yeah it was probably his dna too did you lick it no i didn't lick it come on did you lick it no 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 i also have like a, my dad passed me down like a bruce springsteen pick that i still have 
that was pretty cool. And I know he has one from John Denver, but personally, I own, yeah, I, that, that doctor's mask was pretty cool. That is very cool. I used in a sweet collection of guitar picks. I somehow was lucky enough to get a, a lot of them. I don't know where they got all to back in the day, but, um, you know, you mentioned the M&M mask. I know you licked it or at least kissed it. That's okay. You, you don't have to. Lick it. I'm not a weirdo. I might have smelled it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a lot less weird than kissing it. What's your scent like? Which M&M is wet Oh, gosh. Aren't you curious? You're talking about Mariah Carey. <laughs> no, yeah, absolutely. You're talking about Mariah Carey. If I got a mask that she was wearing, I'd be making out with that mask in my bedroom at night. Sure Mariah you would Carey. be. Speaking yeah, of guitar not. picks, though, I, I always thought it would be cool to make, like, a necklace out of Bruce's guitar pick, but I didn't want to mess it up, like, break it. I wonder I wonder if any of our listeners know anyone that could transform a guitar pick into an excellent piece of jewelry but i don't want to break it i don't want to lose it so tread carefully i don't know if i want to mess yeah, up they're very, they're very small and very fragile uh guitar yeah. pick if you could see you may not be able to see this from where you're sitting in the studio here. but i have this look at that come over here what's that i've got this little piece that i made i went to see candle box in mm. philly a couple of years back and if you look here there's two guitar picks from candle box this is their actual set list that they had Sweet. on stage that night. And a ticket stuff. I mean, here's a candle That's box. Awesome. Um, matter of fact, a candle box wish, and like a... Reach, yeah. Candle sorry, box, what do they we call had... that? Uh, what kind of box Picture do they frame. call that? No, they call candle it like a, a certain box. Pill you box. have a... No, a not a pill... a pill box. A memory box for the candle box. Never mind. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you, you okay? got me on that one. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> a picture box, a picture, a picture box for a candle box. Oh, okay, yeah, I box. got you. All right, now no, it's talking. Got me. About. Okay. In the past, we had um, Brian Quinn uh, with a local Philly guy who joined Candle Box. That's pretty awesome. So we're actually gonna reach out to him, like to have him back on that show sometime. That'd be great. Mm-hmm. So Wednesday night is getting ready to wrap up. We want to thank Debbie Sherman. For coming on the show, wonderful, beautiful actress who's in a lot of movies, busy woman, she's up and coming, Debbie Sherman, and we want to thank the gang from Molly Rhythm, great band, we had a lot of fun with them, they were just laughing up a storm and giggling and having a great time, so we want to thank them for being on as well. Uh, Again, join us Monday night, same time, 8 o'clock, we will have Jessica Barth coming on the show, very excited for that, we promise to never, ever, ever again let Jewel make animal noises. <laughs> I'm sorry again. I'm really so sorry. <laughs> sorry, Katie. We had, we had fun. The seat pretty good. All right, so we are <laughs> going to pack it in here on this episode of The Stoop. For Jeff, I mean, I'm sorry, for Jewel Tady. I always say that wrong. <laughs> for Jewel Tady, I am Jeff the Shark Perini. Thank you again for joining us. And remember... Don't be a <laughs> Good night, Stoop World. Be good, guys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> good night, America.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.